long list. This is episode 244 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta and today... We are going to continue on this hiring choo-choo train, choo-choo, and we are going to talk about the 10 things that you need before you start hiring. Now, if you've already been hiring, that's quite all right. This podcast is also for you. Uh, It does not mean that you cannot brush up on your skills or maybe you feel like you're epically failing or (laughs) there's just something missing, but you're not quite sure what it is. So today I'm going to give you 10 different things that I believe you need to do, but you're going to have to like you know, really think about if it's going to work for you or if this is something that you can actually implement. Some of them are completely free and the only currency is your brain power. In others, there is going to be a little bit of a cost associated. But as my mastermind members do, they all know exactly how much money, well, maybe not all of them, but a lot of them know exactly how much it costs to hire someone between all of the expenses to hire someone. But what I'd like for you to consider is the investment. You maybe spend two, three, maybe $400 in every new hire that you get. However, they now are able to bring in ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 of revenue. It's a pretty good ROI if I, if I say so myself. So guys, in no particular order, I am going to run down a very long list. And I like to also not keep you in suspense. So here's the list. Handbook, manual, application, avatar, pet sitting software, payroll company, workman's compensation, training program, workflow training, and training template videos. Okay, so the first one is a handbook. And a handbook should not be confused with a manual. They are two separate documents, something that people often think are one document. And I'm going to break it down for you and explain why they should be two separate ones. The first one is the employee handbook. So what that means basically is that you are going to need a instruction way of how to scoop that litter or that we sweep all around the litter area to make sure that anything the cat might have like, you know, flicked out is gone. Maybe how to and why we clean their water bowls, maybe every service or every day or every week, whatever it might be. Your handbook is going to be training them on all of the specificities of what it is to do your job. Maybe it's walking multiple dogs at a time or how to get them all in the car or how to lock up a house or whatever it might be. All of that stuff that is exactly how to do your job and your secret sauce, that is going to be your employee handbook. It's very, very specific to you. Now, the employee manual is going to be very kind of like similar to almost a lot of businesses out there. It's going to have things like jury duty, how to get time off. It might have things like um, what your your policy is for holidays or all of that kind of thing, like what the job entails. It's going to have EEOC stuff on there, equal opportunity employment place. It might have uh, discrimination. There's actually a lot of legal jargon and stuff that you need to put in there. Sometimes people put in the no solicitation agreements for, you know, taking clients and things like that, 
or no jobs on the side. It really kind of depends, but it's basically think about like the administrative stuff for your job position. Okay. So the first one I would say is the handbook. The second one is the manual. And that's kind of what you need to think about. The next one is the application. This is something that legally you need to have, but you also kind of really need to have things on it. Like what's your availability? And at the end, you know, you need to have them sign it and say that this is to the best of my knowledge that, you know, they didn't just go and lie to you about where their previous employment was. This is something that you also have to hold on file for a minimum of up to 18 months. There's a lot of different legislation out there in the United States that says how long you have to hold on to things. And then you also have to worry about securing them, which is going to tie into one of my later topics in this podcast, because it's not just enough to like, you know, have them sitting in a file box somewhere. Oftentimes it has people's social security numbers. It has a lot of personal information. And I think a lot of business owners don't realize the enormity of the security that you have the responsibility for and to hold on to for a certain amount of time. So that's something that you definitely want to figure out and make sure that you have. The important things on an application are your previous employment, your previous, you know, have you been convicted of a felony or, you know, can you pass a background check, a a civil criminal background check? That is something that, you know, if you were to hire them and it came back that they couldn't pass any of that, you, because they, they actually wrote that down and signed for it, that you could usually have grounds to fire them. Now I'm saying that not as your lawyer, So please do not take that as legal advice. However, in my experience and all of my doings with the HR consultant that we've had in the mastermind, that's the dealio. (laughs) I told you this is in no particular order, okay? So, so far we've got the handbook, we've got the manual, the application. The next one is the avatar, you guys. How do you know if you're sitting in front of, proverbially speaking here, the perfect applicant if you do not know who the perfect applicant is, okay? On the same respect, how do you know if you're sitting in front of a not so good applicant if you don't know what way is up? You don't have a compass. You don't have a North Star. Okay. So I really, really want you to do a avatar. And I've done this so many times with so many of my clients in my intensive sessions that, you know, just like you would make an avatar for your ideal pet sitting or dog walking client, you're going to want to make an avatar, especially for your employee. So One avatar that I've talked about many times on this podcast over and over again are maybe it's a stay-at-home mom, S-A-H-M, right? That's the abbreviation that you might see online. And maybe she has kids in middle school or high school. And maybe she has so much love to give and her identity has been wrapped up in being a mom for her kids. And guess what? Her kids don't want her anymore. They're way too cool for mom. They are, I know some of you guys who are listening are moms and you're shaking your head. You're like, yep, that's me. Go find people like you, okay? Go find women who are out there that have so much nurturing and empathy and responsibility and can really handle juggling a lot of different things and changing schedules. They're multitaskers. They are the backbone of society, if I can go that far and say that, okay? And they're not looking to necessarily make a ton of money. They're looking to make some extra money so they could do some extra things. It's not really like they're nickeling and diming and saying, oh my gosh, I need to be getting paid more for mileage or whatever it might be. These are the people that you are intrinsically giving them, fulfilling a need that they're no longer getting at home, okay? And that is the need for 
nurturing and loving, but then also to know that they're making a difference in these pets' lives, but that also that you appreciate them because they're not getting appreciated at home. Okay. So that is one example of an avatar. And the reason why you need avatars is because if you know who you're looking for, you can find the circles in which they actually, you know, hang out in, you know? So why not go to like a mom's group where you can attract a whole bunch of moms right now and you can write a ad directly to these moms instead of a generic hiring ad. I cannot say this enough, you guys. These generic hiring ads are not going to work these days. We are in a volatile market right now. And now all of the applications are about to go through the roof. Okay. Just today in my mastermind, someone said, sorry, Bella, I can't do the challenge today. We are so busy. I can't hire fast enough. This is someone who just hired four people. Okay. This is how crazy the world is getting right now. And soon in September, people are going to be coming off of the unemployment or unemployment is going to be ending. So guess what? In the next like four to six weeks, there's going to be a flood of applications because finally the restaurants and um, the hotels and all of the service areas that were hit the hardest, people are going to actually start returning to work. Okay. And that's going to be great, (laughs) especially as a consumer. But I digress. (laughs) All right. So, so far we've talked about handbook, manual, application, avatar. The next thing I want to talk about, if you're going to hire, you need pet sitting software. Okay. Do not, I repeat, do not, do not try to verbally or through email or God forbid and written down, give instructions to your people. We did that back in mm, 1998, 2000, 2002 where we would write down everything. Gone are those days. Do not operate your business that way. Why? Well, aside from all of the extra work that you're causing, you are not causing a good experience for your employee. Your employee is not going to like working for you. They will not find it enjoyable. They will find it confusing. You have to do everything in your power to empower those employees and make them feel confident in their job. The best way to do that is to not only have pet sitting scheduling software where they can go in and get what they want, but also have it arranged in such a way that it is easy to get around and understand where you need to go. Okay. One thing I used to do in my pet sitting software when I had my company, Bella's House and Pet Sitting in Scottsdale, Arizona, is that I made it a requirement that after my sitters did a consultation, yes, they did them. I did not. Why should I do them? That's my time. I'm not here to make a job for myself. Okay, I'm going to stop digressing. Anyways, after that consultation, they had to go into the notes where only the staff saw and they had to write down step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and however many steps there were. So that if they weren't the ones that know the house's routine, someone else could easily go into that system and they could find the notes and they could go, oh, okay, all right, I'm going to Julie's house. Minute going into Julie's house, I'm going to turn off the alarm. I'm going to get the dog in the crate. I'm going to put the dog in the backyard because it has to go potty. Then I'm going to take the dog for a walk. Then I'm going to come home and feed the dog. Then I'm going to take the dog out in the backyard again. And then I'm going to wash the bowls. Then I'm going to put the dog back in the crate and then I'm going to arm it. So now they actually understand their steps of what they need to do. Now, if they need to find out what the alarm code is, then they go to the client profile and they can get the alarm code, right? But creating the routines is something that is very overwhelming and hard for a lot of people. And especially when we have to pay people by like, you know, you're at least tracking the time, right? 
You want to make their visit as efficient as possible. And this is a beautiful way to do it with scheduling software. So again, to repeat, the first five so far are handbook, manual, application, avatar, pet sitting software. My next one that you need to do before you start to have employees is a payroll company. Oh, but Bella, my software does it. Oh, but Bella, I like to do it through QuickBooks. All right, cool. Cool, dude. But what if you make a mistake? What? Yeah, what if you make a mistake? Or what if you don't know that some law changed or some withholding thing or you didn't file a report and now you're getting a a letter like, you know, months down the road from whatever department or agency it is asking you for deposits or money or whatever it is. Ouch. You don't need that stress in your life. When you pay that little bit extra per month to have a payroll company actually do your payroll, then they take all that liability. Y'all, you are not a payroll specialist. Don't try to be. You need to focus on your zone of genius. And maybe that's training or maybe that's taking care of pets or maybe that's running a business or maybe that's being a mom or maybe that's just living life, a life that you've designed with this business. Please, 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 please don't do your own payroll. Get a payroll company. Don't be cheap. And here's a nice little tip for you too. With the payroll companies, you can get a quote from company A and bring that to company B and company B will cut the price of company A. Then you can go to company C and take the price that you got from company B and they'll most likely cut that as well. So do that or you can shoot me an email, bella at jumpconsulting.net and I've got two companies that I have vetted and that I've worked with that I have one of them I've even used personally that you can too. Don't go it alone. I pretty much have a resource for every single thing. All right, so moving along, we're also going to talk workman's compensation. I'm going to talk to two of you if it's your first time or if you've already been established because there's something else to be said if you've already been established. First of all, this is your very first time you're going to need workman's compensation. What is that, you might ask? Awesome question. Glad you asked. Workman's compensation is in case someone got hurt on the job. This could be a dog bit them or it could be as simple as they missed the last step on the staircase and they broke their ankle. Yeah, that happened in my company. Both of those happen in my company. Workman's comp is basically your asset, your employee getting hurt on the job somehow. It could be the most mundane thing ever. It doesn't matter, but you need to be, have a coverage. So first of all, you need it. The second of all is when you go try to get companies to cover you, most likely most companies will not cover you when you're first starting because they have no idea the, the liability of your company. So a lot of states have what they call the state fund. It's not a bad thing. It's not embarrassing. It's just how you start out. So you start out with the state fund. Now, this is where I start talking to you others. Maybe you've already been established, okay? And you have workman's comp. Listen up. Couple things. If you're the state fund, I want you to call someone like my good friend, David Purcell with Business Insurance, the Carolinas. You tell him that Bella sent you. David is an insurance broker. That means that he has relationships with all these other companies. Do not make the mistake that I made, which was calling up different companies and getting my own quote, because if they already quote me, they can't quote David. And guess what? David can get better rates. He's called an insurance broker. If you don't know one, I highly recommend him or use the one that you might have. Okay. The other thing about workman's comp is that it is determined by your state. The classification, uh, well, you, you know what classification code you're in. I think it's 9987, if I believe off the top of my head, don't quote me. You can look it up based off the NCII or NCCI codes. You can also go to jumpconsulting.net and type in workman's compensation. 
I have interviewed David about this exact topic. I have also written blogs about all the different claims that he has paid for people who get the workman's comp. It's also a really big benefit to all of your employees to have this because it helps cover them. If they were independent contractors, then they should have their own workman's comp claim out on themselves. The other thing about workman's compensation is that you probably will be audited once a year. Now, audited usually is like a scary word for people, but clearly, or simply put, it's not scary. There's two ways you can do it. You can pay as you go. So every single payroll, you pay whatever percentage you would normally pay, or you can estimate what your payroll would be for the first year, pay that lump sum. And at the end of the year, they say, okay, send us your payroll records and we will charge you or refund you wherever you're at. Okay. So auditing is to be expected. It's not a bad thing. You're fine. You didn't do anything wrong. And again, I also have that all on my website. So go to junkconsulting.net and type in workman's compensation. When I say to type in things, I mean, if you go to the top right corner of the website, you're going to find a little magnifying glass and you can use my website like Google. All right. So to kind of recap a little bit here, we got a handbook, a manual, an application, an avatar, pet sitting software, a payroll company, workman's compensation. The next one is video training. This can come in so many different formats, you guys. I have some clients that for those hard to explain houses, they literally have gotten out their phones and done, you know, this is how you put this harness on. This is how you lock this kind of door, that kind of thing. But something else I would really encourage you to do, because when you hire on an employee, You are courting them. You want them to feel so empowered and happy to be working for you that they are excited to get out into the field. And I think one of the best ways you can do this is after you give them your handbook and manual, which could be like 60, 70 pages, right? Boring. You also can put them through a video training series. Now, there are like maybe three different ones out there, but the best one, in my opinion, and I am a co-founder, is Pet Care Team Training. You can go to petcareteamtraining.com Or if you want to see the videos, you can go to pet care team training forward slash free videos. The reason why I say that it's the best is because we saw what was out there. We were wildly disappointed and we made it the best. What I mean by that is every video is between three to seven minutes. You can customize the training through this thing called paw prints. Basically, when we're talking about things on screen, there's a little bing that happens and this yellow paw print that pops up. And that lets your employee know, check out the paw prints. When we say check with your management, that is your opportunity to fill in the blanks right there and say, this is how we deal with this. So, oh, you get to a house and the key doesn't work. Well, check with management and then call the client. Or maybe it says something different. Don't quote me on that. But when it says check with management, so it's specific to your business. Okay. None of the others are like that at all. The other thing is that it's specific. So you're not going to watch 90 videos an hour long by a bunch of different people that have just uploaded it into a library. That is the most unsexy, unmotivating, horrendous, overwhelming thing you ever could do for your new employees. You want them to feel so excited to get out there. And so with this training, we have invested in an editor who has amazing graphics that like fly in, awesome music, it's very interactive. There's something that changes with the eye like every five seconds. I'm not even kidding. There is something that just keeps people engaged. And overwhelmingly, everyone who's used it has bought multiple, multiple licenses and done things. So it takes two hours to go through. So that's also how it's streamlined. 
So if you're paying your person $15 an hour, then it's $30 for them to take this. The actual license, I believe, is $129. Don't quote me, I forget. And so that's two hours. And then you can also add on, for any of you guys who are interested in pet first aid CPR, you also can get them first aid CPR certified through ProPet Hero, who's a partner of ours. And so for four hours, you can get two certifications. I can't even begin to tell you the marketing gold that that can come from. Okay. So not only do you get employees that are excited to get out there in the work field because they just watched all these awesome fun videos. They took their little tests throughout it all. They got a certification that stays with them and they can take it. They are feeling empowered and excited. So this is something that I want you to consider putting into your whole training program when you're interviewing and hiring. The second to last one is workflow for training. So by that, I mean, you really need to figure out how are you going to get people through what I call your phases? And in the last podcast episode, we talked about phases and how, you know, you really have to figure out when you're interviewing people, what are you testing for each time? Each interaction, you should walk away feeling like, yep, I totally know that about this person. Not, and now I'm not talking about what's your availability or what's your shoe size. That, that was a joke. But I'm I'm talking about like, yes, they are empathetic. Yes, they are nurturing. Yes, they are trustworthy. Yes, they do have attention to detail. Okay. And so you're going to really want this workflow to happen, but not only just to happen, but to happen fast and easy and seamless. I have one of my clients who uses Jazz HR and you can go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash Jazz HR. And she said she moved people through three phases in one hour. Okay, you guys, right now where it's volatile and it's it's a hard, heavy hitting market to hire in, I would just say it doesn't even matter about that right now, actually, because hiring is just difficult. It's difficult. And you need to create a process that is is creating a courtship of someone that you actually want to join your team. They want to have to want to join your team as much as you want them to join your team by quickly executing the different phases of the interview process and moving them along and having them feel like, wow, they actually are really professional because they really are thinking, oh, this is a a rinky dink, you know, dog walking company. It's not that big of a deal. And then they're like, whoa, whoa. They instantly have respect for you. So now everything that I'm telling you guys right now, all of the, all of these elements, they establish trust and respect and excitement and intrigue into this person that's getting to know and apply for the position. You have to remember to check your ego at the door. This is not about you just wanting to hire someone. This is also about them wanting to work for you. All right. So to recap, and I have one more, is handbook, manual, application, avatar, pet sitting software, payroll company, workman's compensation, training program, workflow, which I recommend Jazz HR for, and the training template. This means like, okay, you can expect uh, in day one of training of shadowing me, we're going to go over X, Y, and Z. And by the end of this, you should be able to do numbers one through 10. So now you are giving them a roadmap other than saying, come on, follow up, follow along, follow along, get in my car. You see what I did? Okay, cool. Do it again. It's actually adding a little bit of a structure to your training program. And on day one, we're going to do this, which leads to day two which leads to day three. These are all important and exciting things for the opportunity that this new employee gets. 
you are making a first impression and you know that saying you can never make a first impression again, right? Like you got, you, you got to do it well. And this is also probably why I'm talking to those who might have been hiring, but have people just quit halfway through the training process and they go, oh my God, why did they quit? Well, what can we do to be courting them just a little bit better than what we're already doing? So I want you to think about all this stuff, whether you've started training already or you're just about to hire people. Jump Consulting really is like your go-to place for all of it. You need a person to do anything, you email me and I am here to help give you a recommendation. I do only work with people who I believe in and who I work with myself. So like I said, obviously, Pet Care Team Training is the most amazing online training software. (laughs) And also Jazz HR helps you move it along. I use Jazz HR, I will tell you this over and over again for everything in my life, to hire a nanny for my daughter, to hire my own virtual assistants. I have so many of my mastermind members who are killing it because they're hiring repeated people. They are all sharing all of their hiring processes and their different training phases. And they are sharing and they're, and they're building out these phases to the point that, that they're blowing their competition out of their water because simply put, their competition's hiring stinks. And so they are reaping the benefits of it. You guys, if you never had a problem hiring people, and you always had enough people on your staff, what would be possible for your business? What would that make possible for your life and for your family? So do not take any of these little 10 things I just told you for granted. Do not dismiss them. Do not think that, oh, I don't need that one. I am telling you, after years of experience and hundreds of businesses helped, that this is what separates the successful from the miserable. And it truly is miserable to hire. I know this because I talk to you guys about this all the time. I don't even like to hire myself if I'm being quite honest with you. But there are certain things in place that help you hire better. And these are the things that you need to remember to focus on. You guys, if you need help, if you need to hang out with a posse or a crowd of people that are actually making things happen, that are motivating, that are exciting, that are sharing ideas, that are talking about solutions instead of the problems, you need to join the mastermind. The mastermind is only $147 a month with no monthly contracts. Although if you want to save $50 a month, you can join for $1,164 for an annual membership. I highly encourage you to join us. All you got to do is go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. I actually just had that sales page redone because it is a sales page, but we just had it redone by an amazing copywriter. I would love for you to just check it out and let me know what you think of it. It answers almost every question that you have on there. And it truly is a beautiful, beautiful community. You guys, I want to remind you that when life gets you down, always keep jumping and don't be a stranger. Let me know if this podcast helped you or send me your feedback or if there's something you want to hear about, let me know. I love hearing from you because this podcast is not for me. It's about you and it's about me supporting you, which is why every Thursday you will hear me in your ear. All right, guys, take care. Always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.